There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, listeners. Producer Michael here with, I think, for the first time ever, some pre-show notes. You'd think that 75 episodes in, we'd have nailed the whole recording aspect of the podcast game. Unfortunately, on this episode, the recording turned out a little patchy, and we only realized that as we started to edit it, and our backup audio also had some issues. So rather than the crisp-as-cornflakes audio you're used to, this episode in parts is a little hard to hear, and we do apologize for that. Our breakfast cereals taste test is still an important piece of journalism, however. We put our digestive tracts on the line for it, and this episode had the third highest milk budget of any episode we've released so far, so we wanted to make sure that it got out there. So it's a good one, but you may have to do some of what we in the podcast business refer to as active volume management at points. I hope that rather than seeing this as a failing on our part, you'll see this as an opportunity for some audience participation, albeit in an extremely limited way. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Hello and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to work out, are they really worthy of the hype? They may be likes, but are they legitimate likes? My name is Hugh and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host Will. Hi, Will. Hugh, what time do you call this? You are the only thing that is has ticked more than the clock that I wasn't watching tonight is you, Will. You... You look ready to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready with a slight cold to go, oh, guys, it's 32 minutes late. I mean, you were ready to go 32 minutes ago, I suppose. That's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, and I didn't really want to do this episode. No. And, well, I tell you, each minute, each minute made it worse and worse for me. Just sitting here trying to watch the American office, but then hearing you guys scrabble around with iPods and AirPods and surfaces. It's like the opposite of delayed gratification. It's more just delayed... What's the opposite of gratification? Michael. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Well, in an effort to sweeten the deal, Will, we've uh, 
brought along a guest who I, I think his voice alone will help to soothe you because we're delighted to have um, Alan Brady on the podcast. Hi, Alan. Thank you very much. It is a pleasure to be here. As I mentioned earlier on, my main reason for being here is uh, spite. Having, <laughs> having noted some of your previous guests are friends of mine and I'm the sort of man who can't allow my friends to have anything joyful without grabbing it from them <laughs> and trying to make it my own and possibly ruining it in the process. So uh, lovely to be here. Um, Alan Brady, spiteful man. <laughs> which yeah. friends? Which friends are you referring to? Uh, well, I mean, obviously, I mean Barry Ward and John Gallagher. But I mean, I think the person I feel the most spite towards is uh, David Kenny. Mm. And I just, I mean, David Kenny is a very successful man in his own right, and uh, our careers overlap somewhat. We're both in the law, and I just, I don't like the fact that he's more handsome than me. I don't like the fact that he's younger than me. And like, frankly, any podcast that can have him on four times can do me at least once. So. <laughs> That's, that's basically why I'm here. And uh, David, if you're listening, um, I hope bad things happen to you. Don't listen to him, Dave. I've always loved you. And uh, all it takes for a nemesis to side with, with... Wait. All it takes for the hero to side with the villain is a greater enemy. And uh, I would say, Alan, that probably the biggest thing holding you back is, is lateness. If uh, Dave Kenny arrived on time. John Gallagher arrived on time. The, the third one. You said arrived on time. <laughs> so I just, I, the, the sense I get here is that Will is attempting to kind of get under my skin by accusing me of tardiness. And I just feel like, of all my many flaws, I've already admitted to spite. <laughs> and like the idea that somehow tardiness is going to be the one that really cuts me to the quick and has me quivering like a bottle of jelly. See, I, mean, I think up your game, Will. He's, he's mean to people, but you have to wait for him to be mean yeah, to you. Exactly. I, I will be mean to you on my own time. Thank you very much, Will. I, I, think, I like that you think that I would think spite was a bad thing. I started this whole podcast off so spitefully. That's fair point. I have listened to enough episodes to be aware of that. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really realise that was my persona, but I'm sort of the worst one, I think. Oh, it's a tricky... It's a, a low bar? A high bar? It's a, it's a tricky soup we're in. I will say that I suppose this, this episode came about, Alan, because we met at a wedding... Recently, yeah, we, we, we have at this point met at two weddings and a funeral. <laughs> this is our fourth meeting. Yeah. The first thing you said to me was, Hello, Hugh, and then something about David Kenny. I said, I can't believe you have a podcast that David Kenny's been on four times. We haven't had me on. I think that is almost exactly what it's like. <laughs> That was it. We were in the toilet at the time. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, with, with I, I was going to say with other, with other men, I'm not sure that makes it any better. Not a cubicle. It was a toilet at a wedding. Like, yeah. So there was a, was a, Best part of a wedding. It was a toilet that was for use for multiple people. It had like a whole <laughs> urinal cubicle setup, multiple sinks. Despite the fact that this explanation is totally accurate, it's only making it sound worse. <laughs> it is making it a lot worse, yeah. Anyway. Speaking of making it a lot worse, I think we should probably introduce the third person that you're sitting next to, which is uh, our producer Michael, the urinal of the podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Yeah, well, also, this, this episode is different in another way, uh, because the three of us are here sitting together. Normally we do this, these kind of things over Zoom. Mm. So uh, three of us are sitting together. Will is, is dialing in from abroad. We'll call it abroad. Do you have trouble with the, the higher urinals, Michael? Do you need one of the, 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 the boy-friendly they, urinals? They do always provide a lower one. They do, <laughs> and yeah, I appreciate that. What if the child is already there? You can you can drag a box over to, to another you can't long to urinate. I mean, <laughs> depending on the level of desperation, I would have thought that Michael could just wait. 
No, depending. Are you going to give birth to Kiwi? For a urinal? Just yeah. like you're a grown man. Like, just wait your turn for the urinal. You could push them out of the way, I suppose. You could, I mean, you could urinate on them. There's all kinds of things you could do, Michael. Just because you could do something doesn't mean you should. Just waste. Just yeah. wait your turn yeah. for the urinal, Michael. Can't or won't. Yeah. Oh, God. It's because Michael thinks that he's tall enough to pee over the child peeing at the urinal, but he's not. Yeah. That's not a good situation. So what do you say, like, in Germany, if you, if you were a man who sits down to urinate, this is seen to be as like a, a huge failing in your manhood, and there's a, there's a word for it, you call a sits tinkler. <laughs> well, a you know, tinkler. I don't know. Yeah, like, to, to be called a sits tinkler is to, is to be emasculated. That's in amazing. Yeah. Have we mentioned it on the podcast before that Michael takes off all his clothes when he goes to the toilet? <laughs> I, I, almost certainly we have. Yeah. Yeah, I just, but not in, in a public toilet at the child's urinal. <laughs> I, mean, I know we've had a lot of legal people on this podcast over the years, but I have to say, in terms of legal advice, that's a bit of a no-no. It's not good. No, I would, I would shy away from nude use of children's urinals. I'm gonna rethink my just approach. Even, like, even, even just, the, even just in, in a kind of a, a ballet of manners, you know, accidental. Just, it's not something you ever want to find yourself explaining to a jury. Is what I'm Do the Germans have a word for that? Uh, yeah, I think it's called jail. <laughs> I can't remember the Germans. Yeah. Um, Michael, why are we here? Well, guys, it's my job as producer to pick topics. Uh, that appeal to the widest possible audience. So what I've done is I've taken the subject matter of one of the most popular podcasts in history, Serial. Uh, now, I didn't actually get the time to listen to any of it, uh, but I've gone with my gut here. So this week, we're talking about breakfast cereals. At Nan Saeed. Oh. Yeah, we're talking about the pros and cons, uh, and we're going to be doing one of our classic taste tests. Uh, we have a range of delicious-looking cereals in front of us uh, here with bowls and spoons at the ready, and we're just going to be going through... Uh, ones we love, ones we hate, and ones we haven't tried before. I've just noticed that you've left the milk out with the cereals, and that's really upsetting me because it'll take us about an hour and a half before we get to any yeah, cereal. Yeah, that's true. Okay, I can I put it in the better. fridge? Yeah, please do, please do. Yeah, yeah. This is the benefit of all being in the one, the one room. Um, yeah, all of us. But before we get into uh, the taste test, we have our classic legitimate likes three question quiz to work out how much you really know about this. So, first question is on mascots. Um, so a key element of children's breakfast cereals is the mascot. So you got to think Tony the Tiger or Snap, Crackle and Pop, who I think came up in a recent episode, actually, didn't I? <laughs> I got caught. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the Rice Krispie Elves. Um, so I'm going to describe three mascots, and you have to tell me which cereal re- they represent. Okay, so I want the name of the mascot and the name of the cereal. Okay. And he has to do a buzzer. No, we're, we're all on the same team. It's collaborative. Oh. Apart from Will. Well, I don't, I don't want it to be collaborative. And me. <laughs> I want it to be competitive so I can, I can look down with people. Old Spike Brady doesn't do go. collaboration. Okay, fine. I'm sure I can find you a buzzer. No, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah, no, find I can, a buzzer. I can do this my bowl with a spoon. Yeah, that Alan. Sounds, that's going to be unpleasant when you're editing this, isn't it? I'll tell you what, yeah, it's unpleasant on the Zoom. Yeah, it's we, have a, we have a makeshift buzzer. Oh, look at this. We have Perfect. A, we have a, well, you can describe what this is. This is a children's book. Which has down the That's really embarrassing. Michael thought that was an adult book. press thing where you can make little Peppa Pig noises. Uh, my children have an orchestra one. <laughs> what a flex. <laughs> so, so you got one for pigs, but I got my children an orchestra book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My recollection of the orchestra one was a gift. I think that, I'm going to let him say this was probably a gift, was it? So it was a gift. This has, the, this has the real air of a thing that you would never buy for your own child. <laughs> But that somebody else would buy for your children. That would turn out to be very popular. 
I think there's no off switch. I think that's the issue. Yeah, that's yeah. that. Yeah. It's like orchestra one starting to turn out a window more than once. So buzzer at the ready, okay? So the first one of these mascots. Sorry, there's only one buzzer. This is the stupid <laughs> yeah, yeah. thing. Excuse me, I, I am the guest, all right? There's such a thing as being a good host. If your guest yeah, wants a We're yet to discover guest, what that is. If your guest wants a pig-based buzzer, <laughs> your guest is going to have a pig-based buzzer. Excuse me, William. Goodness gracious. Uh, mascot number one. A large, hairy, yellow humanoid creature straight in there. I'm going to finish it and then come to you for the answer. Who promises to feed the fawn? I'm going to let them say it's sugar puffs. It's a honey monster. <laughs> it is. It is. Right in there with the buzzer. Thanks indeed. Thanks indeed. Yeah, it helps you, you have the only buzzer. But that you is, had the risk of losing five yeah. points by buzzing early there. You know, that's, but that's, that's the, the risk I was willing to take. So mm. that's the honey monster uh, from sugar puffs. Uh, second one then. Will, are you enjoying yourself there <laughs> while this three-person conversation and three-person and pig book conversation goes on? Michael's just gently stroking my leg. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I did think that was my leg. <laughs> We're sitting very close. Did you not notice that it didn't relieve the itch on your leg? I'm very, very conflicted that I feel like I'm standing in the corner at a party. But I'm very aware that I'm the cool group and I don't understand how to do it. Like, do, you know, do you know what though, Will? A couple of times I've turned to the laptop and smiled encouragingly just to let you know that like, it's okay, Will. We're still here. I haven't been able to hear what you're saying, but I'm pretending I can. Mascot number two. A middle-aged man in 18th century dress, including a neckerchief and a wide-brimmed hat. In with the pig buzzer, yes. That is the Quaker from Quaker Oats. It is the Quaker from Quaker Oats. I mean, oh my wow. God. Who also produce, uh, if I'm not mistaken, sugar puffs. <laughs> yes, he's, they do. They he's do. come here to play. They do, yeah, yeah, yeah. He brought, a, he brought a pig buzzer to a knife fight, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then mascot number three, a child astronaut wearing a jetpack with a red helmet and red gloves. I know that one. Yes? I don't have a buzzer, though. Yeah, Will, yeah. could you give me a farmyard animal to buzz me in? Bah. Excellent. Well, I'm just wondering, presume sheep, but possibly goat? Farmer. Very good. Uh, I think that's Ricicles. It is, it is, it is. I'm going to give you the point. Do you know Do you know the name? What his name is? Will, um, anyone open this? Edmund, Edmund Rice. <laughs> his, his, his name is Rick. His name is Captain Rick. Uh, but I accept Rick. Yeah, that's Captain Rick from Ricicles. Mm. Uh, guys, this is this is. A, uh, oh, here one more fact about about uh, mascots. Do you know that most mascots their eyes point downwards, so that when on the ser- when they're on the shelf in the supermarket, they're looking down at the target audience, who are about what three to four feet tall. Speaking of looking down at the target <laughs> audience, Alan, I have a question for you, sure. which is. Did you know all of these things already because of your knowledge of cereals? Yeah. Or did you do a lot of research so that you could win the quiz tonight? <laughs> because frankly, from the two weddings and one funeral at which we've met, neither would surprise me. Well, I'm very glad to My name's Hugh. <laughs> I'm glad you asked me that question. Because I did in fact do some research in anticipation of this very quiz, mm-hmm. but had expected, with the greatest respect, a much deeper quiz. <laughs> So, as it happens, I knew all of these things off the top of my head, and I did indeed know Captain Rick as well. But I spent quite a lot of time researching the Kellogg brothers and their sanatorium in Battle Creek, Michigan, in the early, early 20th century. I should I? And how they happened upon um, 
uh, cornflakes when they burnt something by mistake. Yes. Um, and how I think it's William Kellogg went on to have like quite a nice life as a philanthropist. It was although yeah. they were Seventh Day Adventists was very much in a kind of Quaker vein of like yeah, good yeah, quality yeah. workers' rights. Whereas his brother, who I think was John, maybe was a little bit more of a controversial yeah, figure. Yeah, yeah. But also they were both very committed to the idea that um, the, one of the greatest threats to humanity was the sin of onanism, and that a very very basic diet was a way to avoid sexual arousal. And that it, it was important. Okay. Uh, it is. It is. It is often mis- misapplied. That the, there's a misunderstanding that they invented cornflakes for the purposes wow. of of making people have such a boring breakfast yeah. that it wouldn't occur to them to interfere with themselves. <laughs> um, but in fact, that the two things are, are are separate avocations of theirs um, that were were distinct. Just, just bland it out. Yeah. So, it right so, out. I mean, I, so the truth is, Hugh, I did do an incredible amount of research, and mm. um, it just none of it was relevant to the quiz. But you see, I managed to shoehorn it into the podcast. Yeah, 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 well done. Yeah, early yeah. doors, early doors. Okay, I was going to ask, do you want to do a better quiz? Than Michael, then, or we're already we've got another question. We've got oh, two do more we? questions to go. Oh, there. that was on. Oh my oh, god, this is question one. Excuse me, if the next if the next questions are about the Kellogg brothers, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I really yeah. want things for Michael. Sorry. Question two: Which sin? <laughs> uh, no, um, cereal box prizes were also uh, up until very recently a staple of cereal promotion. Which of these items were found in real cereal boxes? So I'm going to give you three items. Two of them were real cereal prize uh, cereal box prizes. One I made up. So, first one is a record by Jackson 5. So, a Jackson 5 record. Can I ask a question? Yes. Was it a 7 inch? Five? Well, it had to be a 45, right? It was a 7 inch. It was, yeah, it was, so it was a 7 inch. It was thing. a little, a little dinky record. Inch, it was yeah. a little dinky record. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Second uh, gift a plot of land. A plot of land. Now, that definitely wouldn't fit. Got a plot of land. It was a seven-inch plot of land. <laughs> <laughs> and then the third one uh, is cornflake-scented perfume. That is perfume that smells like cornflakes. I mean, technically, that's in all boxes of cornflakes. I guess it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good point. Yeah. Um, so the record are, are, are all of them. Two of them are real. One of them is fake. Real. You got to ferret out the fake. So. We normally do this, Alan, as you'll know if you've listened to some episodes, by breaking down Michael's psychology, such as it is. Which is yeah, that word can do, be apparently. used. Oh, so he was very quick with the answer on the seven-inch record, mm. which I can't quite tell whether it was because he had done sufficient research or because he's spoofing. Will, what are your thoughts? I think Michael would think... I can imagine Michael thinking that cornflake-flavoured perfume is a really clever idea. Mm. I think he'd think that's really smart and probably would like the smell of it and would use it. So I think he's sad that it doesn't exist. He's nodding so emphatically, which mm. means he's lying. Will, you've got to the core of me, <laughs> as always. Yeah, that's the one I made up, the cornflake scented perfume. The one's Michael, I've got to tell you, uh, you're bad at negotiating. That was my <laughs> opening pitch. I thought, uh, maybe it's this one. I was going into that, maybe it's this one, but, but the but, fine, we're done. I should have, have held off. Jackson 5 record, yes, was included. I actually think it was maybe incorporated as part of the cereal box. You had to cut it out and it had indentations in it. It presumably did not sound that good. Um, then uh, the plot of land. So I think maybe this is Quaker. I don't know who did this, but they gave away square inches of land. So you, you basically got a voucher that entitled you to a square inch of land in the Yukon, which is pretty cool. And then, yeah, cornflakes and a perfume. That was, that was just for me. Mm. Right, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, question three. 
What type of animal is a Flemish giant? I'm just... The, 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 the group... How is this relevant to Syria? This <laughs> may be more relevant to the fact that I got very bored reading facts about cereal, so maybe this one has nothing to do with cereal. Could he be a mascot? I'm going to say it's a type of insect. A Flemish giant. Will. Mm. Yeah. What what okay, can we work backwards from a serial mascot that could potentially be considered? Probably not going to help. Probably not going to help. No, Michael has just come up with a different question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was this like the, the, the page of the day on Wikipedia today? <laughs> it was. It was. It was close to that. Yeah. Just a, a super was, tall, was, super tall. Was, yeah. Can't think of words beginning with S. <laughs> there are lots of them. Well, well, I put you out of your misery. Um, you have not done that. I think what everyone gets an animal. Episodes. Everyone gets an animal. I'll give it to whoever gets closest. Lizard. Okay. Will? A bird. A bird? Yeah. Okay. I'm sticking with insects. Okay. Like, it's a rabbit, so I don't know who wins. <laughs> Probably Hugh, I yeah. guess. Rabbits are just furry lizards. But rabbits are fluffy and birds are fluffy. I don't know. It's, it's, hard, to, it's hard to tell. Anyway, two out of three, but I guess crucially you got 100% on the serial-related questions. Mm. So I'm going to mm. give you... I'm so if someone that. asked you to describe birds, you'd be like... They're fluffy. Yeah. Because that's your number one go-to. Fluffy and pointy. Fluffy, yeah. pointy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, they are pointy. Yeah. And how would you Next describe question. a rabbit? A rabbit? Pretty fluffy and Flop, round. Floppy and rounded. <laughs> yeah, rounded. Yeah, you went for rounded too. Yeah. All right, we've now found the new game. Just name every animal. Uh, what about dogs? Dogs. Um, dogs are friendly. And that's all you need to know, actually. That, that, that sums them up. Cows. Cows. <laughs> Cows are very angular. You know when you see a cow from behind, it's basically, it, do you know, a cow is, is built like, you know when you have one of those uh, clothes horses. Mm. Now I know they're actually modeled after a horse. I see where I've gone with it. But, but, but it's like a clothes horse that you've suspended a barrel from. You know, you know the way they're angular at the bottom? I'm not gonna lie, I completely understand where you're getting this. Thank you, thank like, you. Do, it, it's like you. Kind of the way their bones angular yeah. stuff up. Through yeah. your skin. And it's like it's got all this weight hanging down and the skin kind of seems loose on Above the, top the bone, of the just yeah, skin. Exactly. Below yeah. the bone, everything just else. Hanging, hanging, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, no, I see where you're going. Thank, thank you, yeah, thank you. Yeah. I regret asking this. I spent a lot of time on dairy farm with the child. Did you? Oh, yeah. tell us more. Where did you dry so your clothes? Dairy farm, right? <laughs> yeah. My dad's cousin is a dairy boy. He's dead now. He's my dad's. Actually, my mother, my grandmother's cousin, Pat. Mm. Yeah. Dairy farmer. Yeah. And, and? A, dairy, a dairy farmer in Wexford, Wexford. Okay. And when I was a child. Wexford with all its summer strawberries. We would go to Wexford for like at least three or four weeks every summer. Amazing. And stay at the dairy farm. I mean, I'm happy to give more details if required, but I feel like I used to go to the dairy farm in Wexford. <laughs> the initial sentence. Cover the way in a newspaper, like, there's the headline, and then yeah, you give yeah, more details yeah, thereafter. Yeah. I don't feel like I've given any further <laughs> details other than the farmer's name was Pat. And that he's now dead. Cousin. He was my grandmother's cousin, and so you can't corroborate the story. On Tara Hill, just outside Gory, it was a lovely place. Can we crack into some cereal. Let's crack into some cereal. Michael. Yeah. So, Michael, can you Let's explain the parameters? Yeah. So I've asked everyone assembled here to bring uh, three boxes of cereal. Uh, nope, you said three breakfast cereals. Firstly, one that you love, uh, then one that you hate, and then one that you've never tried before. And we're going to work through them all. So will we? Uh, we'll bowl up. Let's bowl up. Okay. You said you said three breakfast cereals, Michael. You did not say boxes of cereal. That's oh. true. 
Oh, Will's found a loophole here. Oh. Is, is Will going to bring out some some maize? Quinoa. Well, I've got I've got some normal normal I'm breakfast. As a newcomer here, I'm a little out of the loop. But you have mentioned resenting having to do this episode at all. And uh, there's obviously a backstory here of which I'm not aware. But are, are you in some way like not a fan of cereal? Is there some reason why you're you're not keen to do this episode? Oh, I genuinely think it's like one of the biggest evils of the past two hundred years. I think cereal is terrible. Okay, wow. So you're kind of in the tank to vote no at the end of the episode and fundamentally there's no way out yeah look so. look let's just put it this way i was delighted when i found out that john kellogg's was really into eugenics i was oh, like there's yeah, no yeah, arguing was, against that was, yeah yeah when, when, william keith is really the one you want to get behind yeah no yeah. he he did all the marketing that made it all huge that sent it everywhere and everyone was like yeah sounds like a good idea for breakfast no yeah well, one thing I will say, though, and this is a confession that I wasn't sure if I was going to make on this podcast, but I will. Fantastic. I, I love cereal. I mean, I love it. I was so excited to do this, but I almost never eat it for breakfast. Like, I... I yeah, you're still I, alive. I have it as a snack before bed with great regularity. Mm. So we are recording this podcast in the evening, and this is exactly the kind of time of day that I enjoy eating cereal. I, t- I often have granola for my breakfast, which I appreciate is in the cereal family. Yeah. But I have it with, like, fruit and yogurt and mm. things like that. My children often eat breakfast cereal for breakfast, but I I find it not sufficiently filling for breakfast. Yeah. And I very much enjoy it as a pre which I, I understand and I know that John Gower likes to give out about the Joe Ification of agriculture. <laughs> yeah. But I understand that like when I lived in England yeah. and you would tell English people that you ate breakfast cereal before bed, they would all think you were bananas. Yeah. Whereas it seems to be very common in Ireland. It's not, not yeah. unusual for Irish people mm. to enjoy yeah. a snack of breakfast cereal before before bed. So we've got but one. Will, Will, how do you feel about breakfast cereal if you're having it as a pre bed snack? I, I, okay with that, yeah. I think that's, that's, I, like most things I discover, Irish people do it better than English people. So we've got, we've got one, I'm going to call you a cereal fanatic. Uh, we've got oh, one. Can I be a cereal aficionado? <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 okay. Okay. It's a little more, more tasteful. We've got one cereal doubter or hater, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think the main emotion I was conveying was doubt, my <laughs> I mean, serial killer was right there, Michael. <laughs> well done. Um, low hanging fruit or low growing maize. You haven't said anything, but I've seen you eat three, four bowls of cereal in the morning before. I don't know if you still do that, but certainly ten years ago you were a big cereal guy. Yeah, I don't don't eat that much cereal anymore. But um, actually, I did have cereal for breakfast this morning, which is quite unusual during the week. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll discuss it more as we go on, maybe. All right, let's get into it. Everyone, get your the one you love. Audio interlude. I think it's interesting that the three of us who are in person here have all gone for a flake. All yeah. gone for a, for a, a flaked corn of some kind. Is, is that flaked corn? Yeah. I've gone, I suppose, in one way, I've gone for the boring one, which is the classic cornflake, um, which I didn't like as a child, probably because it wasn't sweet enough. Um, and I'd have been, I'm looking very jealously at, at Alan's bowl, which he'll describe in a moment. But I actually got into cornflakes, I would say just in the last four or five years, initially as a, as a night snack. Mm. And now they occasionally provide a, a weekend breakfast more for me. And, and, while, and, and in keeping with the Kellogg brother's dream to stop you from interfering with yourself. <laughs> well, I can say that certainly, I don't know, it's a causation and correlation thing as to whether my <laughs> sexual activity is related to the cornflakes. But certainly... Certainly, yes. Astonishingly um, abstemious. Um, 
but I have to say now, Michael, if cornflakes might be the boring option, Michael has taken the option though that is the what I would call the actively boring option, <laughs> where they've tried to make it even more boring. Michael, what have you got in front of you? I've I've got special K. I've got Kellogg special K. So you've got the margarita. I've got the cheese on toast, I guess, of... of, of no, you, you know, it's, you've got it's, the uncooked dough. Yeah, it's it's one step away from a bran flake, really, if I'm honest. But uh, yeah, I love Special K. Hey, bran um, flakes are great. We'll I get think, to them later. I think my love for Special K goes back to when it was first released here, and there was like a... The, the marketing campaign for it was, all, it was all very healthy. It made it seem very sort of very good for you. It was like, had a very feminine aesthetic as well. Skinny women in yeah. red yeah. yeah. it was gone for the only cereal famous for body shaming. Michael, Michael, you did bring a Solero to the ice cream episode. So there's a you tend to go for foods that are aimed at women on a diet. That's exactly yeah yeah. So that's 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 my hangover from that ad campaign. It's had mm. a, it's a long impact on me. Um, will oh sorry. Well, I suppose both Michael and I are, are looking well, probably not enviously from Michael's point of view because they'd kill him. But uh, Alan has very much gone for the nice version of these cereals. I just again for the listener at home, I just want to note that this is the one that we love and. All of us, without batting an eyelid, have poured full bowls of this cereal. <laughs> so even though we know that our entire evening is going to involve eating copious amounts of cereal, like when we sat down with the one that we like, we're like, our, our bowls are all full to the brim, and I'm probably going to spill some milk as a result of how full my bowl is. So I think, just, I think that that shows that we know that this is authentic, that we, we really do love these cereals. Yeah, yeah. But I also, like, I feel like, why, why would you, I mean, look, Hugh, it's your life and you need to live it. But I'm just conscious that, like, I've chosen the classic Kellogg's Crunchy Nut Cornflake, um, which is, um, as is as is said in the Peep Show, quite expensive memory stores. <laughs> uh, these these actually were on special when I got them in, in, in Tesco the other day. So um, I, I tend to let my children have them only when they're on special. It also says that there's 24 bowls on the front of this, which is a 720 gram box. That is a lie. The bowl that you've poured there, the bowl that you've poured, there's about six of them in that. Like that's. But also, with greatest respect to your home, like this is quite a small bowl. The bowl that I'm using where I am. He is quite a small man. So uh, yeah, so I mean, I I have two sons, and between the three of us, we would certainly get through this box in maybe a morning and a half. I take I take a bath in that bowl. I mean, your your diminutiveness is part of your charm. But um, anyway, so I have crunchy cornflakes, and uh, yeah, I always say that people on crunchy cornflakes are just frosties for my <laughs> and for frosties are just cornflakes for people who can't face reality. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, those are our jokes. <laughs> Just get to cut them out for um, reasons. Oh, they stay. Will, do you have some cereal in front of you? Yeah, I've brought um, an arancini ball. <laughs> this is the most Will way of, of taking well, on this Well, can I ask you just again, as a newcomer, I am sure that there is some way that you're going to be able to explain that an arancini ball is in fact cereal. Um, it, it probably is going to do Rice Krispies, I'm guessing. But could you perhaps explain your rationale? Is rice a cereal? Is that where he's gone? Rice is a cereal. The, 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 the concept of this episode was breakfast cereals. Any cereal you eat, it, and to break your fast, thus is a breakfast cereal. If we're going to argue about all the other ingredients in arancini, then we need to talk about the nuts in your crunchy nut, my friend. Sure, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, I, I mean your, your logic makes sense. Although yep. I think to, you know, the man, the clap omnibus would say that you are clearly a psychopath. <laughs> but nonetheless, I, I follow your logic and I'm... I'm I, have, I have a deep and uh, 
resounding resentment for people who, uh, and it's a lot of people, who think I'm weird for eating things other than like a bowl of sugar for breakfast. Mm. Like a fried rice or something. This sort of represents, A, what I made for dinner so I didn't have to do any, any extra work. But also, uh, like fried rice or fried noodles or something in the morning. Lovely. Sure, sure. So this is a, a butternut squash and red onion risotto with a bit of a pistachio cream in the center, which was a mistake. Uh, and then battered uh, I made it myself and it's very nice so I'm going to break my fast with an arancini ball because also I think these episodes are weird I think it's just people <laughs> listening to four people eating things I don't think we learn anything more about them I think it's just people eating stuff so it's my humble well, and quiet protest presumably they fall apart when you put them in a bowl and pour milk over them though right? <laughs> Yeah, they get soggy. I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by the fact that Will thinks it's a bad idea to have a podcast where people eat things. Because, I mean, I certainly, uh, again, as a, a very much an amateur and newcomer, I don't lay any claim to be a professional podcaster. But there's one thing I know about the internet. It's that yeah. recordings of people eating things seem to be incredibly popular. Yeah. That, that Japanese hot dog man gets all kinds <laughs> of hits on YouTube. The one where the guy dips them in the water. Yeah. Oh, man, he really he can put away hot dogs. He sort of pre-chews them with his hands. Yeah, a little mukbang. Yeah. Was, was it a mukbang? <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, great days. All right. You can tell how much Hugh likes cornflakes because he's not he's, brought he's like to the chest. You keep talking about our cheese balls. I don't have a cornflakes. I do have to justify, I suppose, why I don't have the crunching of cornflakes. And Alan, it is just that I'm afraid, and it's a sad reality, and I'm impressed that you haven't just given into it, of just the thing of, they're just so unhealthy. And I've just decided cornflakes are a, a safer option for me as I, oh, as I, I, as I, I age. I recently had a conversation <laughs> with my GP in which he told me that I have a thing that is called pre-diabetes, apparently. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm on the road to diabetes, <coughs> haven't quite made it there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but such is my commitment to your podcast that I'm, uh, you know, I'm not only playing playing Russian roulette with Michael's life here, I'm, I'm risking yeah. my own long-term health uh, for the benefit of you and your listeners. Well, it's funny because obviously, and this again shows me as a person who sounds like doesn't have any joy in their life, but no, it's so if you look at the, I remember, and it's one thing that I think is, I won't give Kellogg's too much credit, but the sugar content of some of their cereals has actually reduced over the years. Mm. And the Rice Krispies and the Bran Flakes has come down from sort of 20 grams per 100 to, we'll get to yours in a second, Alan, from 20 grams to, to 12. My cornflake box, it's, it's eight grams per 100, and which is obviously very little. However, crunching of cornflakes, I think, has actually gone up. And crunching of cornflakes is 35% sugar. But you're oh, wow. also, the other thing about this though is looking at the carbohydrate content and the, it doesn't have the glycemic load on it, which when you bake something, you, you bake a grain that high heat for that long, uh, the glycemic index goes up and it kills off a load of stuff. So it's not that great for you. I mean, that's not that joyful. It does sound a little bit like the conversation I have with my GP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so she asked me actually. So Dr. Tara, um, Will is very much in your camp and agrees that I should eat less sugar. Um, but yeah. Do you address your GP by her first name? Very much so. Oh, it's like, it's like in, in more modern schools where they say like, Teacher Hugh. Oh. Yeah, well, my children, my children call their teacher, like, they, well, they're, they're, they're like noon chord heroes. Mm. But also, I think, I think perhaps I call my doctor, there's two doctors who practice, Dr. Tara and Dr. Rita. And I think we call them that because that's what the children call them. It's like Dr. Phil. It's like Dr. Phil. Well, yeah. one, of, one of the windows of my GPs are actually doctors. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm half in fact graduated from medical school and can give me solid <laughs> advice on my pre-diabetes. Um, Dr. Phil is a different question entirely. Hugh is <laughs> well into his second bowl. Well, I'm topping so up here because I don't want to um, waste the milk. Waste the milk. Yeah. yeah. 
Can I ask you guys, what are you milking up with here? What are we working on? I've got an Avonmore low-fat super milk. Low-fat super milk brought from the house. corn flakes. Mm. And you brought a half carton as well. You, you showed up well, to the house. Do you know what? It expires in <laughs> two and a half hours' time. So I thought I wasn't going to bring you the new one I bought. We're, we're on the clock here, guys. Oh, God. Is there anything worse? Than, and even Will, I think you'll agree here. Is there anything worse than when you've poured a bowl of delicious cereal and you pour the milk and it comes out in chunks? <laughs> because it's not only stomach turning but you've wasted a perfect and you're trying to rescue the particular bits of cereal See, that I haven't just been hit i convinced myself that it was yogurt i'd be like if i poured yogurt on this i'd be happy with it you know so i just just powered through <laughs> how chunky is your yogurt <laughs> that's that is definitely a spammy melt I how deep <laughs> is your love how chunky is your um, yogurt yeah <coughs> crunching on cornflakes amazing on ice cream as well, mm. if you've never done it. And Will, again, I think you could get on board there at 2am. Oh, I'm totally... Look, they're delicious. I just think that the entire concept of them is, like, <laughs> genuinely really damaging to people's relationship with food. <laughs> That's damning. That's damning. Like, the, if it was all advertised as, like, cool, fun snacks, mm. great. But it's still advertised as part of a balanced diet. And it's like, yeah, in the same way, like, licking the pavement can be a good part of a balanced diet. But just don't do it all the time, even yes. though it's delicious. I'm going to have to, you know I mean? to reel you Mustangs in because you, you've had three bowls of cereal mm -hmm. and your, your wealth or yours. We've got more to get to. Will we, uh, will we get on to the ones that we uh, No, I mean, Alan, to be perfectly honest, I'm just kind of a bit jealous of you. And I might, before we go home tonight, have some crunch in our Yeah. Oh, here you go. Rather than having the one I don't like, I'm going to have some of that. Welcome to the club. I couldn't be more glad with you. Oh, it's been so long. I'm sorry, Michael, that you can't share this. William, you seem to hate life, so I'm not worried that you're not sharing it at all. Um, I mean, having advertised myself as a spiteful man at the start of this podcast, I feel like I might have met my match in the um, you enjoy your crunchy nuts, aren't they? Just, just, I'm watching Hugh's face, and he just, he's like, he's like a heroin addict just falls off the wagon. You just have that like, oh, dark mother, there you are. Once they're more. so good. God, they're sweet. <laughs> they're so delicious. Special K, anyone? I mean, yeah, I'm going to special K. I'm going to Guys, we have so much cereal left to eat. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I never so much milk. I, I do think, I do think that the, the issue of milk being left in there. Well, we might wait until because I can see some of those cereals over there are going to turn the milk different colors. Yeah. And, yeah uh, that seems cool, <laughs> you guys really have the energy of a, a, a couple of stoners who have just been left alone for the weekend for the first time. I, <laughs> All right. Oh wow, so this is, sorry, this is the one we hate. We're moving on to round two, and I have... Michael has just pulled out the Manchester United of cereal, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I got a, got a box of Cocoa Pops here, and well, I know everyone... Sorry, that was the one you hate. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know everyone is wild for these, but firstly, I think this much chocolate, whatever that much sugar early in the morning, this much chocolate early in the morning, not good. And the second thing, the thing that really makes me hate them is that Everyone seems, <clears throat> seems to like them because they they turn the milk into chocolate milk. They don't really, they just soil your milk. Like it is not a pleasant, what you're left with afterwards is an unappealing residue. And that's that's why I hate them. I haven't had them in a while though, so let's, let's give it You a are going to love these. <laughs> yeah. What I would say is I agree. I don't like when the milk turns purpley brown. Yeah. But 
What you just have to do is eat them quickly with that ice cold milk, that chocolatey crunch. You're gonna love them, okay, Michael. Okay, okay, okay. I'll get into it. Okay. All right, I'm gonna. Ooh. Now, do these guys pop the way uh, Rice Krispies pop? You know, do you, get, do you get the snap crackle? Let's hear this. I just finish finish up the trifecta of sounds here. That was the most disgusting mouthful I've ever seen someone take. Your mouth went so wide, disproportionately wide to how big the spoon and pile was. These are delicious. They're really nice. <laughs> of course they're really they nice. are. They're really, really good. You're right, when it's cold and they're not at all soggy, mm. it's a rice crispy bomb. It is a Rice Krispie bun, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. creamier. Yeah, that's um, quite nice. I've brought Weetabix because, do you know what, I definitely have had Weetabix. They're just, oh, like, again, they're the sort of things you fool your children into eating while <laughs> they're too young and stupid to realize that there are better things out there. <laughs> I think before before Alan buys them crunchy well, nuts. Speaking as a parent, I've definitely been down that road. Mm, yeah. And now that my children know that crunchy cornflakes exist, mm. the wee big stains are behind us. Yeah. But we got a few years out of it. Yeah, but they're just, I mean, I was talking to Anya about this beforehand, because Anya isn't on the podcast tonight, but she talked about the types of cereals that are just like bales of dry hay. <laughs> Obviously you've got your shredded wheat, but I think the, the Weetabix is like this as well. I mean, the problem I have here is that Weetabix's whole goal seems to become soggy. I mean, I'm going to put this in here, I'm going to pour milk on, I, 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 yeah, I, I'm just against it thoroughly. Will will one of you will your child eat Weetabix? I love Weetabix. So I'll leave these with you, Michael. They were, they, when we're they done. were nearly what I brought as my favorite. Now, see, I'm only a couple of minutes into this. The first couple of bites I had of these Cocoa Pops were delicious. Yeah. Now, what I'm left with are Cocoa Pops. The, the chocolate powders come off them. Okay. So they're all pale. They're all soggy, and the milk is gross. And this is my issue. I think so you need you to get up like essentially Rice Krispies in bad quality chocolate. Milk. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's my Whereas issue. Whereas if you wanted Rice Krispies in chocolate milk, you would have called and bought some proper chocolate milk. And they're, yes. they're like sick Rice Krispies. They're yes. like Rice Krispies so that have been in a concentration so, camp, yeah. you know? The yeah. first, I have to say that the initial high was totally worth it, <laughs> but the come down is pretty sharp. Yeah. Do you know what? I am. Um, they're the crack cocaine of cereals. The Weetabix aren't great. They're not quite as bad as I thought, but they're going to get so soggy. I have just realized, and I think it's down to my having four bowls of cereal in the first round, we're quite low on milk. Yeah. <laughs> now, Alan, I can't help noticing, though, that in the same way... I'm spitting cereal out. In the same way that we all proved ourselves by pouring very large bowls of our cereal that we love, you have poured uh, a Michael-sized bowl, I, I would say. I have a very modest bowl of the cereal that I dislike, mm. um, so that would certainly save on the milk. I feel like I'm, 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 I've gone kind of to the extremes here in that like obviously crunching the cornflakes are so mind-boggling and delicious that I thought that Hugh's eyes were going to roll back in his head when he was eating months ago. <laughs> so that was, you know, I'm really going for the high highs with the crunching the cornflakes, but I have chosen as my cereal I hate, a cereal called All Brown, mm. uh, which for, uh, when my grandmother spent a bit of time, my grandmother had a heart attack in her late 60s and then lived into her early 90s, mostly as I understand it, through eating All Brown and Flora. <laughs> 
um, instead of anything nice. Um, but it is just. Have you been know, diagnosed with a pre-heart attack yet? Can you is, can you describe it? Because so I'm like, actually, I'm, I'm just, I was trying. I was talking to my ten, my ten-year-old son is an early riser, and so he's often up before his brother. And I was trying to get everything organised this morning, and he was talking. We were talking about our respective plans for the day. <laughs> And I was telling him I was going to do this, and I was trying to explain to him what was involved. But I mean, being a ten-year-old, he spends a lot of time talking to his friends about like what his favourite cereal is. Mm. So in a kind of a pre-stoner way, I suppose. But the um, I was trying to explain to him what all brand is, and he turned to me and he said, "Dad, that sounds like somebody is playing a horror movie in your mouth, and he wants to scream and cry at the same time." And I just thought, in fairness to you, son, like, I'm not going to top that. No. So I'll bring that along with me this evening, and I'll use that line. And he kind of looked down well, because he obviously said that. I would say, say no more than what the slogan is for all brand. Would you mind reading out what the yeah, slogan is? Well, well, the slogan is, it says, fuels a healthy gut. <laughs> but I think the subtext is, it makes you regular. <laughs> Helps you poo. Yeah. Do you need to poo? Please eat this. I'm going to just try and taste some here. So it looks like... Chipsticks that have died. Right? <laughs> the little like twiglets. Little, tiny little t- like, like little bits of things you'd find on a forest floor. Right? Yeah, they are actually. After yeah. someone who's eaten a lot of old bran has been there. Yeah. You know when you take. Like, you want to taste like bran bread, but it tastes like shredded. Yeah, toilet bowl insert. That is the thing. I got onto bran flakes then a while ago yeah. because I thought they'd be boring. They're not. They're they're delicious. Lovely. They're lovely. And then I thought, you know what? There's no bran flakes in the shop. Yeah. I'll buy some old bran. But when you when you first put it in your mouth, it has the hint like it's mm. a little starting flavour. Mm. It's a bit like the brown flake flavour. Yeah. That you think is going to be like that, but then it just sort of disintegrates <laughs> your mouth like wet cardboard. But you like know, in comparison to a, a toilet roll insert, is a bad. Do you know what I actually it's found? Like, oh, it's disgusting. it's like when I once forgot to add salt to the sourdough bread I was baking. And when you forget to add salt to bread, and I then tasted it, and I didn't know what had gone wrong at the first point. I thought something horrible has happened. I knew something had happened. It's not even that it tastes bad. It's that it makes you feel really, really sad. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think all brand has... It's, yeah. it's like a dementor. I don't, I don't actually want to have a second spoon of that. Is that okay? I'm not breaking the rules of the podcast. No, no I think okay. I've, I've given up on my Weetabix. I, I, I would like to make two observations about all brand. One of which occurred to me before I came into the season, and the other which has just occurred to me now. The first is like... If you are somebody who is not blessed with a regular bowel, like there has got to be better ways of living than this. You know? Like there was an ad a few years ago for prune juice. It was the ad prune juice on the TV. And there was like the guy in his 50s putting his golf golf cart in the back of his car. And he's looking at the camera and he goes, it works. You know? Just, that was it. That was the ad. Just a man. There was, no, there was nothing subtle about it. It was a man who's like, drank some prune juice, had a massive poo. Gotta go play golf. Yeah. No constipation for me anymore. It's I like just there has to be better ways. But the second thing that I realised, which has more sugar, all no. or cocoa pops? No, no. I am no. Alan Brady. I'm telling you now, all brand eighteen grams of sugar per hundred grams. Cocoa pops seventeen. No way. <laughs> and, and if you add those both together, you yeah, get crunchy nuts. Exactly. Yes. That's insane. So they're not even. That's nuts. Do you know what they remind me? You know when you know when uh, on like like the middle of January when you're pushing the Christmas tree out the hall door. Yes. And it shreds. All those things on your carpet. That's yeah. exactly what it is. That is what they are. It's just yeah. revolting, and it's just like it basically marketed as medicine, right? Mm. So like nobody expects medicine to taste nice. Yeah. But like I would imagine if you ate like I don't know a bit of brown soda bread toasted and had some prune juice. Yeah. A bit of banana. It's really the same effect. That's sort of. 
Oh, well, glad you asked. Oh. My cereal mm. is a bit of bread. Is this mm. the one that you hate? Is this the one you hate? Uh, yeah, I, um... Yeah, didn't listen. <laughs> didn't listen to that bit. Um, I'm going to have to get a different bowl for the mystery cereal. Let's, let's do it, okay. I just can't eat any more of the old brand. This is, where, this is where it gets interesting. Yeah, for those Michael. of you still with us, <laughs> you're about to be rewarded. So... This third round of cereal is one that we've never had before. Uh, I don't so, know if you actually have a bowl here, Michael. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of weird, right? You planned ahead. Yeah. Okay, do you want to lead off? What are you... Sure. So, I mean, again, very much was on the what's on special in the supermarket buzz. Um, and on special in the supermarket was a thing called Golden Nuggets, made by Nestle, which I've never had before. It says in the front, source of calcium and iron, whole grain. It's all the like, you know, no artificial yeah, filler. Yeah. It's just like, no anthrax. <laughs> yeah. You know, like cyanide free since 1982. <laughs> you know, anyway, just like the, the claims just all seem to be a bit much now. This has 22.4 grams of sugar per 100 grams, so it better taste good. I presume it's honey based, is it? It's not clear. Um, whole grain is the number one they, ingredient. So they look like they're little sort of puff balls of something. Wheat. It says wheat on the back. Of wheat. So whole grain wheat, 35.3%. Wheat flour, 26.5%. Sugar, maize, semolina. Whole grain maize flour. Glucose syrup. Honey. Invert sugar syrup. What's it? Invert. It's like somebody's got any belly button as well. Calcium carbonate, salt, molasses, sunflower oil, colour, carotene, antioxidant. Ooh, antioxidants. <laughs> they're very, they're very in these days. Yes. Why is that like antioxidant? And they're only golden nuggets detox. They're only twenty-seven on the list of ingredients. <laughs> Before we get to all, uh, what's this one? Uh, the antioxidant is tocopheriosis. Ooh, that's a good one, I hear. Iron, flavouring, vitamin B3, B5, B9, B6, and B2. Why did... Why would they... Sorry, I'm just confused. Why are the B vitamins not in numerical order? So it's B3, B5, B9, B6, B2. It goes up through the odd numbers <laughs> and down through the maybe it's a, numbers. Maybe for, it's a plea for help. Maybe it's a code. Maybe it's a code. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's like some poor yeah. poor traffic worker in the, in the Nestle... Golden nuggets. Stamping out golden nuggets. I mean, see, it has some sort of like this, there's a, the implication is that some sort of old-timey minor guy is the the mascot. So it's kind of like we're, you know, we're, we're kind of 49ers in the California 1960 yeah. Seems to be the implication. He's a prospector and he's come yeah. back with the goods. Which is, I mean, I mean, I'm conscious it's not very, um, this is clearly something that is very popular in America and is marketed to America. Yeah. Like, 19th century prospectors are not a, of a fan favorite, yeah. Knowledge, you know? yeah, yeah. Well, do you want to call when they? I mean, obviously, they they is it Nestle makes frosted lucky charms, they're magically delicious, yeah. So, they did attempt to launch Ireland, which we collectively as a nation decided not, to perpetrate your hate crime, not having it, not, not having soil, and it um, it didn't take off, but yeah, anyway. So, so go and look. Do you want to give us some poor audio there? Little poor audio, so they're they're like little pellets, they actually look a bit like. You know that stuff you add to dog food? Yeah, they do. They do look a bit like they that. Do. So there's oh, lots of like little I'm gonna grab one here. pellets. Now it does say may contain nuts on the back, I just want to be clear with that. I'll, I'll, Although it wasn't one of the list of ingredients. I'll take the I'll take the chance. Okay, look at you. Oh so uh, these remind me of the cereal start. Oh yes. They do. I which see where you was go. the little um 
triangles. Yeah, sort of a. It looked like the you know those wheelie Triskahelion. Looked like something in like the Da Vinci Code. A Celtic knot. And they I used to have for so long had Stephen Roach, who was mentioned on a previous podcast. They had Stephen Roach on the front of it. Decades after he won the Tour de France. Um, and they were again seen as like the healthy get up and go cereal. Phenomenal sugar content yeah. and absolutely delicious. But my recollection of the 1980s and early 1990s was that nobody really thought about sugar content. So as long as you could say that things were low and fat, yeah. that was the equivalent of being yeah. healthy. So it was like mm. virtually fat free, mm. it's a bag of sugar. Yeah. How would you expect it to be any fat since it was 100% sugar? Yeah. Now, just to say, on the taste test front, Fundamentally not bad. Yeah. I put a bit of milk on it. Very much your your start comparison, a fair one. Also feel like it's kind of trying to be sort of a poor man's sugar puff, if you will. Mm. You know, it's, it's in that kind of vein consistency-wise, but the flavour doesn't quite match the sugar puff. Mm. Sugar puff was certainly on my list as possible ones that I love, but it wasn't special, <laughs> which is why I got to put you on. <laughs> You're enjoying it, though. You're getting into it. Okay. You're, you're going to finish that bowl. I can see yeah. it. I'll put you like this, Michael. With all brands, I wasn't able to bring myself to have a second bite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm now two spoons into this bowl. It's a modest sized bowl of Nestle's Golden Nuggets. I'm not, I mean, they're perfectly fine. I don't think I'll be seeking them out. They're very much in the vein of sugary stuff that is marketed to be eaten for breakfast in a way that William has been so um, disparaging about. But um, yeah, I mean, they're fine. If I had them in like. The cinema. If I had them at like a, went to a three-star hotel in Croatia yeah. and they were there for breakfast in the, you'd go back buffet, the next day. I make. I, I'd certainly be perfectly content to eat them. I'm probably not going to rush out and buy them if they're next to crunchy nuts on the shelf. Mm. I've gone for a premium cereal. This is new, mm-hmm. according to the box. This is. Uh, <laughs> what a stupid <laughs> statement, Michael. <laughs> well, the box says it's new. This is Kellogg's Crave, and the Crave is spelled with a K, as you'd expect. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Crave. It doesn't say, it just, it's Crave Cookies and Cream flavour. Now, the Cookies and Cream are spelled with C and C, apart from the. The, the K in cookies, which is still a K, just to be clear. I don't want to misrepresent them. Talk us through flavour and its spelling. It's, 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 fl- flavour's fine. Flavour's okay, fine. Thanks. It's the European spelling. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, well, probably, it's probably the English spelling, because the European spelling would be sabor or something like that, right? So, uh, it's also, you can this see... This is spelt with a K, 24 karat gold <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> you can see that the Supreme Material, because unlike the other bo- boxes that are like... You know, twenty-four boxes or twenty-four bowls each. This is thirteen bowls for a single five-euro pack. That was know? one of the things with Start as well. You could only ever get Start in a three hundred and seventy-five gram pack. Well, you had to fit it on your bike oh, when you're doing the Tour de France. Mm. Is this one of those situations where I remember as a child, it wasn't the boxes bigger? You were smaller. <laughs> so, the way I describe these, these are little sort of chocolate pillows that are filled with a with a, like an Oreo filling. They look like biscuits. Alan, I want you to have a smell of that I'm before you pour it out. I'm concerned that they look a bit of colour. I'm not going to lie to you, that smells like Kahlua. <laughs> it does. I don't know it's a it plastic does. bag, but it, it smells like it does. booze. It does. It smells... That smells horrible. Yeah, well, okay, here we go. It's the non-drinker speaking, I suppose. They, it... <laughs> so, yeah. I'm also not drinking. Again, usual conversation with that guitar. <laughs> 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 
absolutely makes so much sense how much you guys give a shit about cereal that none of you drink. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gonna, I don't know if anyone else wants some of these, go for it. No, I don't. I've tasted one dry and no. So, they're quite big. You don't want to, like a big mouse full of these? That's a lot to take in. They're like little Oreos. They're not. I mean, not nice. They're not they're like nice. like little not nice Oreos. They're not nice. Do you know what? I also was tempted in the, in the never had before, I saw Cookie Crisp. I've seen Cookie Crisp now, which are just little cookies. Yeah, it's just milk a bowl of biscuits. That's mad. What is the flavor? They're very salty. Yeah. But that there's, it's, it reminds me of like a posh dessert my mother used to make in the late 1980s. <laughs> yeah. It's, it doesn't taste like something that should be mixed with milk. No, no, it doesn't. It's a bit like the idea of I like, put, you know, oh, I've just got a box of Oreos. I'll put them in a bowl and pour milk over them and eat them instead of It feels like I've, I've just put a spoon into like a box of uh, celebrations. But you I see, I just dump them into my But and I think this comes back to what Will is saying, and again, it's the problem with these cookie crisps, which is that because of what big cereal has been doing to us for so long, it's now got to the stage where if we pour milk over anything, mm. it's a healthy start to the day. Mm. Like you pour milk over a chocolate gato or an apple crumble, you know? Delicious. It does sound nice, all right. So, uh, can I open mine? Cause please, please do. do. What's your mystery one? Well, let's see if you can hear it. Chicken fried rice and it's beer. It's, it's beer. Is it beer? No beer is a mystery to Will. Yeah. Is it a beer? It's, it's some sort of wheat-based beer. This is huge. I mean, this suspense is absolutely getting me. Sounds nice. Um, I don't. I haven't really done much research, but I think beer is based on like mm. hops and barley and wheat of some kind, right? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A non-alcoholic beer. What kind of non-alcoholic beer have you got for? Beavertown Laser Crush. My favourite non-alcoholic beer. Yep, I'm supposed to have one that I haven't tried, but I couldn't find one that I hadn't tried, so I just went for the best one. Will, that sounds... Beavertown Laser Crush sounds like one of those challenges where you say, like, take the road you grew up on and the second <laughs> name of your grandmother and you get given... Well, I, I mean, the... <laughs> Old Nana Laser Crush. The non-PG version is you find out your porn star name. I always enjoyed the one where you find out uh, the name of your West Indian fast bowler. Um, <laughs> and it's uh, the president when your father was born and the name of the street he grew up on. So mine would be, I think, uh, Truman Allen, which does sound like a 50s. The American president. Yes, mm. yes. Mm. When, yeah, my dad would be Truman Gordon. Again, he sounds like he he's bold for Jamaica and oh, is breaking yeah. into the I West Indies see, team. I can see the, the the English cricket team crying as he uh, bowls them out yet again. Yeah, I'm going to take out the cereal that I have brought. Hugh has kept this hidden. Don't want to hear about yes. my beer. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's really nice. I, <laughs> I had nothing to say about it. I just felt left out. Um, I think it's. Te I genuinely think it's probably healthier to start your day with a non-alcoholic beer than it is a bowl of golden nuggets or crave. Possibly an alcoholic beer. Well, will you can be the first to see that I have bought the Lion Bar cereal. Oh, <laughs> oh, that is absolutely bonkers. So it says. So. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's called Lion. It's, it's so dramatic. It's got a lion on it. I was always a bit scared of the lion bar when yeah. I was a child. Then in very large writing, it's got caramel and chocolate on the front. It was a bigger boy's bar, really, wasn't it? It says nine vits and mins. They're not even wasting their breath on the amins and the arals. <laughs> um, it's whole grain number one ingredient, 
four and a half stars rated by you, which is, <laughs> I think that's a nice sort of humility they're showing. Um, that's, what, that, that's what Golden Nuggets have as well. They also have four and a half stars rated by you. Mm. Is this some sort of wide, Nest, Nestle wide, we've only got four and a half stars? So, on, on the back it says deliciously tasty caramel and chocolate cereal. It feels like it'll be hard to argue with that. To keep up our, our just our information segment, it's, we're, we're running at 25% sugar here. Um, running hot. I don't know what the format Sorry, is. The one that is, is lime bars in bold has less sugar than <laughs> Everything has less sugar than Crunch Crunch Cornflakes. I'm going to my room and Crunch Cornflakes for me. It'll be harder to enjoy them. So we've got little, Ooh, little it looks, it's, it's pebbles. Pleasing it to my good. eye. Mm. It sounds good as it's glow. So some of these are chocolate and the other ones are meant to be caramel. I really feel a little ill now, I have to admit. Doesn't but... the lion bar normally have peanuts in it? No? Have I been staying away from lion bars for no reason? Uh, no, there's pictures of, there's a, literally a picture of a peanut there. Yeah. There's contains and there's a picture of a peanut. <laughs> so it's like, they're assuming that you understand how to read the word contains. And yet, being a person with a near fatal allergy to peanuts, I don't know you've ever taken the time to learn how to read the word peanut. And so they have to put the peanut in a picture, um, but it contains, yeah, anyways. Need a graphic representation. Alan, you're going to need to join me in this. Uh, good. Oh, absolutely. I'll get it a lot too. But they have peanuts in them though. I don't, don't think they? so, no. It literally says contains and a picture of peanuts. Did you not listen to what I just said, Michael? <laughs> I just explained this and like, it says the word contains and then there was a picture. See that thing there? That's going to kill you. It does, it does. Yeah, like Cute? contains bullets. Um, so, so sorry, this, just to describe the cereal, there are, they're, they're little, little, Little nuggety bits. Some of them are chocolate, some of them are caramel, yeah. and there's about 50 50 of each. And it they're looks quite nice. The golden nuggets, though. Mm. They're, they're, I mean, are they even a half a centimeter across? Yeah, they're very small. It's obviously tasty. Obviously. I'd feel the chocolate, but it's not. You see, it's not. It's not very chocolate flavoring. Yeah, it's, it's not. And the caramel, you're not really getting the caramel, you're just getting sweetness, I guess, aren't mm. you? Because when someone experience the caramel as the texture. I think you'd feel very ill after a little bit of this, yeah. you know? I've had about five spoons. Mm. Mm. Meanwhile, Mr. Arancini, heel of bread and non-alcoholic beer over here, feeling great. Mm. I'm quite jealous. I'm really to go back to Dr. Tower and say, it's not pretty anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is, yeah, this is really something. <laughs> Maybe, I think after tonight, you've probably gone post-diabetes. <laughs> you've gone through the looking glass. <laughs> yeah, that is actually practice, yeah. So, would you, would you buy again? Absolutely not. No? No. Enough for you? No. You, I mean, you polished that off, Alan. You, you oh, might go again. Well... Alan, listen, well, Alan is having a night away from yeah, his children. I want to say, of the line of our cereal, it passes my three stars at the Croatian breakfast test. <laughs> if it was there, I would happily eat it. It's a low bar. It's I'm a low unlikely bar. to kind of go out of my way to purchase it. Okay. Well, okay. I'd like to know of all the cereals you've watched us eat, mm. as we've ignored you there, like what stands a chance with you? Whether as an evening snack or, or would you try, are, are there some you'd never go near? No, look, I'm not, I'm not against eating cereal across the board you know I just uh, thought it'd be a fun stance to take realised early doors that wasn't the case um, <laughs> uh, I, I'd eat them I'd eat them all I have eaten golden nuggets before I've eaten the original Crave I've had crunchy nut I've had cornflakes I've had special K sorry uh, I mean, Do you, you know all of these cereals 
You came on this podcast on the basis of like, I have taken a political stance, you've all been brainwashed, Big Sugar has you all licked, and now it turns out that you, in fact, even the mystery serials you've had. He's the real honey monster. But it's like the guy at the AA meeting who's been sober for like 47 years, and in a way, the new people are like, why is this guy even coming? And yet, obviously, we need him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, I, I'm part of the, the system as, uh, the, as well. You know, I live in the same world. I'm, guys, I, I'm no better than you, you know? I'm just a normal guy. Well, I think... live a day at a time. Yeah, but you have, that, you have that admirable self-loathing that maybe we need a little more of, you know? I'm a big fan of myself. I just have a real, real axe to grind when it comes to people talking about breakfast. It, it's one of the... the Worst things that's happened to me. <laughs> is it because people always tell you to have breakfast and you don't want to have breakfast? No, oh, that I don't mind because it is a bit. The intermittent fasting thing is weird, and people are like that's weird. And I'm like, yeah, fair enough. It's when people like so much of my life is me uh, happily eating my breakfast, having having some some basmati rice, and then someone's like, oh, bit early for that, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. And then eats a bowl of biscuits. It's like what? Being <laughs> <laughs> very deep sympathy for Will in terms of people judging him, because I do. I find him very passive. For example, yeah. I can't abide bananas. I can't I just hate them. I've always hated them. I have. To, I mean, they're very handy food for children. Like they're very kind of handy on the go. Food for, so yeah. I, I tolerate them because my children might them. I bring them around with me for the yeah. purpose of feeding my children when they're being annoying. But like. I can't stand them. And I don't like, I, like, I can eat like banana bread, it's like the texture of them. But like, yeah. when, when you tell, oftentimes if somebody says, oh, would you like a banana? Then I don't, I don't, I don't eat bananas, I don't like bananas. And like, you get this lecture. I hate. People are like, oh, but they're so good for you. I'm like, oh, well, I mean, that is obviously the yardstick by which yeah. I make every choice. You gotta flip around life. and you'll be like, you like plantains? Yeah. How many plantains do you eat a week? Kind you know? Of, and I'm just yeah. like, oh, I mean, so is my blood pressure medication. Why did you eat some of that? <laughs> And I just like leave me alone. I don't like bananas. I don't want to eat bananas. Fundamentally, I'm quite an easy dinner party guest. You know, yeah. but do you have any dietary requirements? I don't eat bananas. Well, yeah. we're going to have a, a banana-based dinner party. <laughs> I we're just think. Have a, a banana risotto followed by banana steaks and banana ice cream. So you're disinvited. You know? Someone <laughs> describe themselves as a good dinner guest surrounded by boxes of cereal. <laughs> Bowls full of cereal while he shouts about bananas. <laughs> I mean, Who wouldn't want them? Michael's been very kind to me this whole time. You know what I'm saying? And Hugh and his Wi Fi decided they didn't want me in his home Yeah. 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 He, your Wi Fi obviously got in there before you. <laughs> um, so, what have we learned, guys? What have we learned from this odyssey through many bowls? All brown has more sugar than Hugo Pops. That that's, is that's crazy. And how, what, where has it gone, though? Where is it? Because they're so horrible. They are disgusting. And, and so much of the thing that's wrong with it is the texture. Mm. But there's no sweetness in it. It's not yeah. like it's. No, 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 it's that. Sugar. But it, it's that. It's the, it's the twiggy. It's the. Like that song, "All We Are Is Dust in the Wind." Mm. Like that's that's all brand. That's all that was written by old brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think what I've learned is that for the first time in seventy odd episodes, I think I agree almost completely with Will on this. I think uh, I think breakfast cereal is amongst the worst breakfast you can have. So what I'd say is rather than replacing a good breakfast with breakfast cereal, replace that bowl of ice cream after dinner with cereal because actually it's 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 quite. Will nice Will you've got to change tack quickly. 
Maybe he's trying to trick you. I'm so confused. No, I think sometimes, you know, when you're right, you're right, you know? Yeah. Uh, appeal appeal to the, the one person who doesn't have a vote on the episode. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. So, guys, can I push you to a vote? Having made a passionate well, plea. Just, just to say, like, I was in the time for cereal before I even got here. Yeah, you so were. Like, I was always voting. For you were, you were like a yeah. one of those delegates. You're super delegate. Very much. So, very much you were so. locked up yeah, before the election day. I'm, I'm very open to the time of day at which one enjoys one cereal. Yeah. Being somebody who enjoys it around, it's now just after ten o'clock in the evening. Yep. This is exactly the kind of time of day that I would tend to enjoy a bowl of cereal. Yeah. So I don't necessarily think that it has to be for breakfast. Yeah. But I think as a thing to have in your life, a little treat for yourself yeah. of an evening, yeah. it can be a very pleasant way to, to enjoy a bit of time. So I'm 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 saying it's a legitimate life. Okay, Will, what's your, what's your yeah. point, Look, if, if you want to support John Kellogg and his uh, betterment of race uh, stuff they used to get into and the curbing of masturbation, I think, great. Enjoy your breakfast cereal, guys. <laughs> but personally, I, uh, I, uh, I prefer to live on a higher moral high ground. Um, I'm not very good at improvising. Is well, what's that? Is it, is it Godwin's Law is the one that like, after any debate on the internet for a certain amount of time, somebody calls somebody else a Nazi? Mm-hmm. They've just been called a Nazi for making cereal. Didn't use the word Nazi. It's, it's William Keith Kellogg that I'm supporting here with all the philanthropy and the workers' rights, not the eugenics. I think it's very clear which way I'm voting. I think if I was like, hey, I've just ground up some wheat grains and baked them till they got hard and then put some cow milk on them, that's a weird thing. I think anything that appeals to a bunch of stoned people... It's probably not the best idea. It's fun and nice and delicious, but yeah, it probably shouldn't be the thing you start your day with. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's a good way of uh, promoting a healthy lifestyle. I think it's poorly marketed. I think it's marketed like cigarettes. And we're talking specifically here about breakfast cereals. We're not talking about cereals. Uh, we're not talking about, ooh, delicious, tasty snacks, bowls of, bowls of fun. If the episode title was Bowls of Fun, it'd be a big double L from me. But instead, <laughs> it's the big double L from me. I said no. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to let you correct yourself, Will. Huh? No, you done? No, I, well, I said double is not a double L, and then I realized L is like the word for loss, <laughs> like losing, so you get the L. Oh, yeah. So I thought, I thought both would make sense. Yeah. I've I, I, I got to be honest, I think that I'm, I'm doing such a bad job of arguing my own case, I'm starting to come around to everyone else's opinion. You could do with a bit of cereal to perk you up, Will. Yeah, 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 I really I'm could. Good to go. But no, I'd, I'd rather have a rye bread and those frosties, Will. Yeah. You've got a little, Will, for the listeners at home, Will has a little, um, what do you call variety pack sized pack of frosties. Emergency he pack. waved at us a few minutes ago. Come on, crack them open there, Will. Just lick one. Just, just lick, lick a flake on the podcast. Open your mind. All it takes is willingness. Try it. I know what they. I know Put what the they're like. They're famously well. great, but I'm not gonna have one because it's mad. It's mad food. It's so <laughs> sweet, and it's bedtime. I just had an alcoholic beer to prep me for my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so Hugh, this hangs precariously in the balance. Yeah, Which and where you gonna go? Well. One factor influencing me is that I don't feel well. <laughs> I, can, we, I, can we just say that threads he was steadily eating? So you had four bowls of cornflakes, and then I went with Alan's yeah. one. Well, I wasn't even know, meant to have Alan. Alan. You did. You, well, you, you, we were talking about our cereal, and you were just forcing us <laughs> You were. So, I mean, you had four bowls of cornflakes before this. You've, had, you've had about eight or nine bowls of cereal tonight. Yeah. Is it serious fault or is it your fault? I had three fried eggs <laughs> just before <laughs> I left the house as well. Oh my god. 
so look, what I'd say is, yeah, I mean, I loved particularly Crunchy Nuts as a child. I agree with what Will says about all the marketing and stuff. It's terrible. As I say, I kind of came back to um, cornflakes as an adult, and now I tend to have them maybe one day at a weekend, um, as opposed to my... my Oatsy yogurty berries that I have during the week. I have never had porridge. We didn't discuss porridge at all. I've never eaten porridge in my life. Right. If I ever have children, um, which thanks to the Kellogg brothers seems unlikely, <laughs> but um, I would try and get them to eat porridge yeah. because it's so obviously good. Yeah. But boring as well. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't probably wouldn't want my kids eating crunchy nuts, but I would also give well, in at some point. That exact box of crunchy nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, now, I mean, my eldest will eat porridge quite a lot. My youngest is, yeah. I mean, my eldest is when I get a football match in Crown Park today. So I feel like if he wants to eat crunch and cornflakes tomorrow morning, we'll do whatever the hell he wants. There's a little medal and come into Munskull. Yeah. So, yeah. Shout out to Red and the Listen Mode Massive. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. They, um, uh, yeah, so I feel like it's a Friday, it's a bank holiday, they're all wearing the Halloween costumes to school tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I've just unnecessarily You've dated, dated the episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I yeah. referenced the big carved pumpkin all night. Well, well I've actually, so hard, yeah. if this does do well, it. Well, I mean, coming to Munskull is definitely going to do it. <laughs> Your listeners all know when the coming to Munskull finals are on a program, right? I'm, I'm going to say that, that I'm going to say breakfast cereals are a legitimate like. Wow. <laughs> As I push away my Lion Bar cereal bowl. A big win. A big win for yeah. breakfast cereals everywhere. That's huge. Well, Alan, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, are you feeling well? You able to deal with... I mean, I, I, as I think we've already established, thanks to the solid advice of Dr. Tara, I am a decrepit shell of a human being <laughs> who now has to take multiple medications at various times of the day, and I now, as of last week, own my own blood pressure monitor. So, I don't feel great, but that was something that was, that was very much par for the course prior to my arrival and my ingestion of these large quantities of sugar. I think the, the point at which this evening I felt the lowest was when I had a mouthful of all brown, frankly. Yeah. And I'm going to leave this in Michael's house. I don't, I don't really want it to be my, my car or my home. Um, it's just, it's so joyless. Like, just, just drink the prune juice. Drink the prune juice if you need to poo. Like, if, there's, if there's one message I want to convey to your listeners, like, it say, works. say no to all brown, just drink prune juice. Yeah. I will use it to soak up any fluid spills. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly as dry as the desert. <laughs> will, thank you for watching us eat cereal. It has felt like that. It has felt like being, being a listener who's also every so often shouted something into his headphones because he remembers a bit of trivia and then the people answer and it's very confusing. Uh, thanks. I'm glad we've got to the, the dust at the bottom of the podcast and we're putting, we're separating the card and the plastic bit into the recycling and going off to play with the toy. Michael, thank you for producing. Yeah, anytime. You are the... the the soggy Rice Krispies and the dirty milk of this show. Coagulating at the bottom of the bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Why wish yeah. we steer our ship? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Legitimate Likes. We hope you've enjoyed listening to us eat all this cereal. Um, and we'll eat whatever he decided to. All of you just realised it's hit you. The sugar crash is coming. Yeah, the crash is coming. <laughs> the crash is coming. But, and I have to drive home, so hopefully another crash will not be coming as well. <laughs> Um, thank you for listening to the podcast. Please go and listen to some of our previous episodes. We have previous taste tests and toasties, chocolate bars and ice cream. We also have all sorts of other episodes as well. So let us know what you think of them. Please get in touch with us on 
Twitter and Instagram at Legitimate Likes. Follow us, subscribe to us, all the things people with podcasts ask you to do, and please tell a friend, as that is by far the best way of spreading the word of Legitimate Likes. Thank you to everyone for this podcast. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Have a nice time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.